host, Alicia, and today we are talking about how to overcome the struggle to get to your blessing. Now, I am blessed to have company <laughs> on this podcast <laughs> session, and the company they have is this amazing Victoria. Now, um, it was a morning that I was not really, you know, my morning started rough, and my phone happened to be on at that time and what came up was I got an invite to Victoria's Facebook live I call it a coaching upliftment session because that's what she does she get me really motivated early in the morning and it was about such a similar topic and I was so moved I immediately said to her let's schedule a meeting of course she had no idea um, why I wanted to meet up with her, but she said it. <laughs> and magic happened and we started to talk. And of course, talking to her is always a pleasure. So I said, I must have you on the secret place to help encourage my listeners and also to keep her message alive long after the conversation. Miss Victoria is an entrepreneur, a faith faith entrepreneur, a believer, and she is so passionate about helping others. She has she is also an author of Diva in Position Going Through the Storm. I will have the link to this podcast, the link to her book or how you can purchase a book on this podcast. And she's also an entrepreneur of Elevate It, not tolerate it, honey. Get that right. Let's overcome it. Not just accept it. That's what <laughs> Victoria, welcome. Hi. So excited to be with you. Awesome. Thank you. So I hope I did your I did your introduction um justice. This is something that I am getting comfortable with. <laughs> you did it perfectly. Awesome. Thank you. So today um we break we actually list um five steps to get from struggle to blessing and it's 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 something that I feel when it comes to life struggle especially as a believer whether you're just starting out or you have been exposed to the faith-based lifestyle from a youth you still go through the same if not similar struggles because the struggles usually affect our emotions and there's not many there's not that much emotion you know it's it's pretty much we don't we we don't create new emotions from one emotion it's it's pretty much the same so we wanted we want to our prayers is that our story in this conversation blesses you and help you overcome your mindset and also the emotional struggles that you might be facing that you know that you are not alone our stories that you will hear might be from left and right, but in between, it's the same. <laughs> we were just hurting. We were just hurting. <laughs> yeah. That was it. Go ahead, Victoria. Wow. I am super amazed to be with you tonight. This is just an awesome topic, and I am honored to be on this platform with you to talk mm-hmm. about from that struggle to the blessing. It is, it's amazing that we as believers as you say you know we don't realize we think sometimes once we get saved or we know who god is that it all stops and everything is peachy 
but then everything starts hitting us the struggles the fights all of those things start coming and then it begins to be what do i do now right and so to have this platform to talk about it so that people can be able to release themselves and be able to say hey i'm i am normal that i'm going through this process because that's a lot of times that's what it is we don't think we're normal or we've done something extra wrong that's causing us to go through that struggle and we're not getting to our blessing so to have this platform is awesome i am so honored that you uh have this program going it's going to be amazing thank it's you amazing. thank you you touched some amazing points for for me you know when you're when you're just starting off the enemy pour some stuff at you because you know you're coming from a, a, a rocky path and god is trying to bring it to a uh, a smooth area so yes the enemy will fight against you and you might sort of think did i do something extra wrong listen everyone asks themselves that you know am i being am i being tested is this a beating from god you know <laughs> you think about parent disciplining you when you yes. did i do something something extra wrong but the thing about it is is to understand exactly what does struggle means to you like what is it exactly because i think when i say struggle uh, my struggle has never been um an extreme struggle my struggle was always been around kindness giving away too much um or accepting too much like just, just accepting people at, at this you know but there's struggle is still struggle isn't it that's true struggle is struggle I, you know my struggle has always been what does everybody think Mm. Do they really think that I know what I'm talking about? Do, am I really? So you start thinking about what somebody else thinks. Self-doubt. It's a big doubt. Exactly. Self-doubt, yeah. Yes, yes. And that can be a crippler with all kinds of things. Because doubting just makes you stop. It, it, it almost puts you in a pause mode while you can't move forward. Right. And so that that's a struggle. And so when, for me, that, that was my overcoming. I had to get past that point right. because it will cripple you. It will, it will make you not reach for your goals. I'm so happy that you said self-doubt, like you categorized that in, in, in self-doubt. Because I, I think when we think about the word struggle, it always looks so huge of a situation. And when you think about me, a giver, giving away too much was a struggle for me. And you, you are just being doubtful within yourself in every, and it affects different aspects of your life. You didn't get the promotion. You know, it might have held you back from going for reaching for a higher goal. But I love that we said something that is so fatigue. <laughs> <laughs> because it make you it made me feel like oh my gosh that's you know people might be thinking you know i don't have any house to live you know people are like right pay my rent you know <laughs> yeah. yeah but these small these small struggles can lead to huge struggles so i'm just so happy that we're like is yes. this it affects us throughout our life in different areas that did cause for me moments where i couldn't find money to eat because i was given away everything and it also made me doubt they bring self-doubt am i unlovable like why do these why am i attracting these type of people these are the struggle and it did affect my faith base because i didn't know how to really put myself into perspective as important that's right i just and couldn't that, go ahead 
and that's that's a that's a part of the doubt and the, what you're saying is because when we you know going to that place where we don't know is it am I attracting the wrong things or am I giving out too much am I am I am I and we get to that point where it starts bouncing on in our minds and we, and we can't focus on what it really is and a lot of times it's nothing it's just our personalities our personalities sometimes causes us to think certain things and the way we were raised up even causes us to think a certain way that that can cause another struggle if we're not sure of who we are and why we trust in God and who is God really to us and so we start thinking about those things to the point that it starts bombarding our path and mm. we can't we can't move because we don't know how to get past it. You know, I can't, I can't, I couldn't get past thinking what somebody was going to say because, and I couldn't move to that next level. So it kept me, it held me down. It prevented me from moving because it almost traumatizes you. Mm. It's like a, it's like your major car wreck in your mind. Can you think of a particular time in your life? Like, can you give an example when you felt like, oh my gosh, I am bombarded, I am, I am stuck, and I know that I, I, I'm worth more, and I can go to another level, but this particular struggle is holding me back. Yeah, I can think, it, it kind of, it's a two-parter. Um, I had just came into ministry. Yeah. I had just preached my initial sermon, and I wasn't really sure why God chose me. I was like, hmm do you really know what you're doing <laughs> you know I'm kind of cuckoo you know but at but doing that same process while I was trying to figure that out my sister passed mm. and and she was my 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 ride or die you know what I mean wow. and so during that time I'm like but why would you allow me to be a minister and then you take the very source that kept me moving. Wow. So it was it, is it, am I really what you said I am? Because now I can't function because I, I thought in my mind, I had nobody, I had, I didn't have Moses to talk to anymore. Wow. So it, it stopped me in ministry where I was really struggling. I don't want to do this. It, it, it didn't make sense. Cause how can you take away the very thing that, was helping me understand the path. Mm -hmm. you, took, you took that away from me. So that was the biggest struggle for me. And, you know, 13 years later, now I can understand some of it. But at that moment, it seemed like God had left me. He had left me, left me out there to dry. Wow. And that stopped me for a period of time. I wouldn't, I would go to church, but I wouldn't preach. I would go, I would go to church, but I wouldn't sing. And then I would go to talk to somebody, but I didn't want to talk to them. So it, it kept holding me back because I felt like if I talked to them, they might die. So you're like emotionally choking. Yes. Like you're emotionally just choking and surviving and living or pretending to move, you know, throughout this situation because, wow, honey. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. wow. Yes. That is, that is something I wasn't, you know, God work in mysterious ways. And that's the thought that came to my head. You know, that's the first 
thought that came to my head when I was listening to you, like God work in mysterious ways. And I won't pretend to, to, to understand, but I do move. And you allowed yourself to do what you think you needed to do in order to swallow because you were choking. So you were allowing yourself and you, you continue to go forward, but you didn't do what you felt like you should be doing because you know that you, in that moment, the emotion that was bottled up, yeah. like you were feeling you were just unable to go forward. So that in there create a blockage. Yes, it did. It create the blockage that hinder you for a moment from you know where the struggle to get to your blessing i remember in a prayer that out of well it was actually recently i said to god i wish i had turned to you sooner at the age of nine i wanted to be a nun i wanted to join I didn't know anything, but they said to me, no, you're too young. You don't know what you're doing. And I, even to today, I regret not. I wish I was a nun. <laughs> I wish I had started. Yeah. Wow. I've always had a deep passion. So, you know, our emotion create blockage. Our family create a blockage because, you know, you want to go far, further and harder, but their lack of understanding hinders you. Right. You know, your lack of support, your lack of support hinders you. And leads the thought that kept on flowing in my mind as I think about, you know, the, the transition from struggle to um, blessing is oftentimes we cry to God for help. Lord, mm-hmm. help me. But then we choose the solution of the enemy. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, we are begging for God to intervene, but then his, his, his method requires work yes yes it requires work from you the enemy method might just require you to just sit it will come to you and that's where we get we get comfortable in that area that's right that's right we we get to that because it it feels good to not have to think it feels good not to have the emotion because for me aka resting yeah it's just like oh Okay, I don't have to do anything. It's good. It's, you know, everything around you is going to work out because at that point you don't you don't realize that you have to keep moving. You have to you have to go to that next part of your life. But because we because it is comfortable. You know, for me, it was I preached my initial sermon on one day and 30 days later my sister died. So there was no time in between to think about what happened. So after the death, I just like, I'm just going to, I'm not going to do anything. You couldn't grieve. You couldn't grieve and rejoice within the same breath. Exactly. Because it didn't make sense. And that's what happens when we get to that point. It doesn't make sense. So what do we do? We stop. We, we get to a point where we stop not realizing stopping is not the answer. You have to keep moving. You have to keep listening and asking God to give you the direction because when you get to that blockage and you're just you're there and it's so easy to stay there because if you're there you don't have to do anything you know the funny thing is 
I'm, I'm, I'm pondering within myself, what did the enemy steal from you within that moment of standing still? You had just did your first service. Your testimony after could have moved and changed. Do you regret not speaking throughout your grief? I do. It, it actually, it took, because my mother died a year later. Uh -huh. So it took, because during that time, I had to be strong for the family, if you mm -hmm. will. Yeah. So what I did was I ran. I ran, I ran in North Carolina. I moved. Whoa. I said, oh, I just run away from it. She just, she just up and skipped town, y'all. <laughs> I'm, I'm out of here, deuces. But then I got here, and almost a year, my mother passed. Mm -hmm. So I was forced to deal with, okay, you didn't, it didn't work running away. Because mm -hmm. here it is again. One was a quick rush death, and this one had been, you know, my mom had been sick for some time. But still, it was death. But during that time, when I, two years later, after my mom died, I had a breaking moment. Mm. I literally was in my room at the place I was living at the time and just for no reason just started crying. Wow. Wasn't praying. I wasn't, I wasn't doing anything. I just started crying. And as the time has gone on, I regretted those three years that I didn't do anything. Wow. I waited th those three years, even though I was physically moving, mentally I had stopped. I stopped the day my sister died and I didn't move in my mind. Physically, yeah, I looked like I was okay, but I wasn't. But three years later is when things even got worse. Wow. You know, was homeless for a moment and just had different things happening. But during that time is when God let me know you stopped when you could have kept moving. Mm. So I regretted waited, wasting that time because I could have been healing and I wasn't. Mm. I, I still had open wounds that were not healing. But when I think about it now, as, as the time has gone on with the, the, the show or whatever, you know, I regret not being out there doing what I was supposed to be doing. I regretted at that time i regretted not being that person that god had intended for me to be because like you said it was a purpose it, god always has a purpose you know a lot of times we don't we don't see it because it looks bad but it looked bad to job too but job didn't give didn't quit he didn't right. quit but the same token sometimes we have those moments where we just don't want to because we're afraid what might happen bad next Wow, but we focus on the wrong side of the plan. Exactly, exactly. We don't look at what could be the end result. What could be the positive of this? And, you know, even recently I told somebody the positive of my sister passing was I had made a promise to my sister maybe two weeks prior to her death, which comes back to me right often, that I wouldn't stop. That was something that she always talked about. You don't stop. You don't and stop. A few days before she passed, she said to me, I want you to make me a promise that no matter what, you won't quit. But in my mind, I, I said yes, because that's my sister. But I had to quit. 
But when God brings that back to you, why are you quitting? If, if you wake up every day, God has given you another opportunity. Yeah. So you can't quit. But during that time, I, re, you know, I think about it sometimes and I, re, I think about how many people did I leave behind? You know, the collateral damage. How many people did you leave behind? And, and I get the comfort in God saying, okay, well, you took time to get here, but you're here now, mm -hmm. which is part of why the book was written. But you've come through this storm now. Now you can go. Mm -hmm. But then you start having those moments that we have to be careful that we don't get distracted with. Because sometimes the enemy will bring back, um, you know, he, he will have an opportunity to show us something that happened in our past that will make us want to go, well, wait a minute, I'm out of it, but. Mm, he loved that. He liked to play that, that, that replay of history because he don't have nothing much than the wrong that you have done. Yep, that's it, that's it, that's it. Lately, a lot of people that I've come in contact with have been dealing with um, grieving. And my, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a believer of grieving um, the way that you know how. Like, I, I'm, not, I'm not the most emotional person. And my family, I don't experience a lot of death, right? So I try to be as um, open to the experience as much as possible. When I say open, I mean, I feel like you should do it the way that you should do it. True. Right? A recent question I had from someone that was grieving is, why did God? And it's a question that I get, and I feel like when it comes to struggle, no one wants to be insensitive. But Correct. I think at times, the honest truth is gonna sound politically insensitive. You know, and it's like, what do you do? Because I'm looking at it as, at it, at it as you know what? God gave you time. He gave you time. And oftentimes, how often do you visit the people you love? How many hours do you schedule in your every day to, to, to be around the people that if you lose them, it would hurt you? Now, this is, this is my perspective. Um, when it comes to, because every single day is a gift, like you say, mm -hmm. you know, and if you, we get so consumed in the financial and physical aspect of, of struggle that we forget the happy, the happy blessing of life that is free. That's true. That is so, so true. When someone say it to me, like, why did, or this is hard and I'm looking like, what if, why wouldn't you not schedule time? So you can't afford to pay the rent. Honey, if you couldn't afford to pay the rent last month, you ain't gonna be able to pay the rent. You can still have the same situation. <laughs> you ain't gonna be able to pay it next month. But what is free is because of the phone comfort and listening to I think that's what we, we get lost in the struggle we get so caught up in the definition of what's going on around us that we forget the free blessing. free blessing if I love you I want to make sure you're okay every single day 
I want to give right. you a gift every single day. I want to appreciate you every single day. I don't feel as if we have to wait. Now, it might sound off, but I say all of that to say, to say this. Through the struggle, don't be blinded. That's it. That's it. Don't lose grip of reality. That's it. I had to, in my struggle, when I was living in New York, and I was, um, I was pregnant in winter, and I didn't have nowhere to live because it was a high-risk pregnancy, and um, I had to go to the hospital every two weeks. I couldn't work. I was on bed rest, and I, bed rest with nowhere to live. Okay, so <laughs> that's kind of cute there. Let me just let me just highlight that bed rest with nowhere to live. with nowhere to live. Right, <laughs> and um, I was living in the Hunt's house, and that's the most amazing family up to today. They're like my my, my brothers and sisters, we're very close. Um, in the, if, they come, if they come to Florida, I have to see them. And if I go to New York, I have to see them, you know? But I was in their basement, but it was nice. It was, um, they had like, the girls lived in the basement, which are my sisters, and the boys lived up top, you know, cause they're also faith-based, they're believers. So the girls were separate. Um, and we had our kitchen and everything. Downstairs, there's a window in the kitchen that looks out in a big backyard and a cloud was up. And I sat down and all I kept saying to myself, Victoria, I will not be pregnant forever. This will not be my situation. I will not be overcome. I'm gonna give birth and I'm gonna get a job and I'm gonna find my place and I'm gonna recover and I'm gonna build up my dream. This is only for a moment. Don't lose sight. That's right. That's don't it. lose sight. Don't deceive yourself believing that your comforting motion is the answer. Remember what God said before the struggle because that is what's going to pull you through. Now, in my belief, at the time, women had to be submissive. We have to be submissive. So what I did We've been trying for like two years, never happens. I'm like, it ain't gonna happen. But I didn't wanna not be submissive, so I prayed. I said, Lord, I put it in your hands. We're gonna try again tonight. This is the last night, we're gonna try. If it is not your will, so be it. If it is your will, I will multiply. We tried a night and I conceived. Wow. I felt the hands of the Lord in a wind circled around me when I was walking. And the reason why I prayed is because we were living in a basement that I was paying for. I was working in the city of Manhattan and I was doing double shifts because even a small basement in, in, in New York City is expensive. And I was paying for a basement, a room in a basement. So they divide the basement in three. And I only had a box, a matches box basement. And as an ambitious young lady, I could not imagine trying to bring a child in that situation. Right. Just couldn't. Why would you ask that in such a hardship time? And I said, Lord, my whole life is about being obedient to you. I mean, I can't see anywhere, any other way of living. So this is what 
I at the time understood your words said and with my with my limited understanding I will be obedient to what I understood right and I went ahead and conceived twins and had a miscarriage because it was a high uh, high risk and only gave birth to one wow throughout the whole process you know things your struggle it looks different but it's still struggle it's still pain it's still hurt it's, it's, it's still struggle but those struggle create blockage where do you put your mindset somebody might put their mindset to say i'm going to continue to do it on my own if mm-hmm. you in wrong created a situation the same mindset cannot solve it you That's have to right. get out of that mindset and a lot of times people feel as if and that is a blockage i don't need anyone else i can do it how you have tried doing it on your own and it led you astray staying in that mindset is not going to help you because you have learned how to make wrong decision it's a habit that's right that's right it's a habit you have learned how to make wrong decisions so if you have learned how to make wrong decision you're still in the same environment you're still around the same people your mindset is still the same how are you miraculously learning how to do right by yourself that's it and that's a lot of times when we don't want to acknowledge is that we need help we need we we need help to understand you know to identify that we we are stuck and a lot of times we don't want that that brings on something else to say that we're, we're weak or we're we didn't accomplish it or we failed again but when we really hear God when we really know that God has a purpose like you said earlier I'm not gonna stay in this this road I'm not gonna it doesn't matter if it's not done now I'm not gonna stay in this I'm not gonna be held down by it I'm going to I am eventually going to get there I'm going but the thing is and my pastor said this yesterday uh, we we say try so much that it's become a part of our vocabulary no I'm going to make it and we have to continue to tell ourselves that I'm going to get out of this I am there is something greater for me I'm going to make headway I'm going to be the best entrepreneur in my field. I am, I'm going to, but a lot of times we won't, we won't admit that we, we need help. We don't because help, asking for help sometimes makes us again in that box and we don't want to get out the box, but we have to get out of the box in order to get the promise. The blessings that God has for us requires us to get out of the box and to acknowledge it's it's like what is it the 12 step program when people are going through <laughs> alcoholism they yeah. you know how many steps does it take you to get to your blessing you know what i'm saying you know yeah <laughs> you know it, it's just we don't think about it until like we're having this conversation now we don't really think about it until it's brought to it's right in front of our face yeah when there, you have to make a decision. Do you want to be in the rut for the rest of your life or do you want to get out the rut and get your blessings? Well, I choose blessings, uh, so get me out. And we have to get to that point. So when you decide that, you know, 
I choose blessing. Like you said, I choose my blessing. I choose my victory. I choose my dreams. I choose the life that I desire. I choose myself. I choose a better life for my son. I choose my blessing whenever. Yes. you. Yes. Now, that is the blessing. That is the end result right in which we are asking the lord to deliver us to in other words that is our promised land yeah that's it we now have to get committed yes we do committed to do whatever it takes to lose whoever we should to let go of whatever we are holding on to in order to get to it and that is where the work comes in that's the true work that is where the work comes in. I have to pray every day. Not because I felt the need to, but because I felt that it became my prior life. My prior life became a part of me, a part of my journey. It was like food for my body. It was something that was needed because you you know I have to nourish my my body to nourish my son now I have to nourish my spirit to keep my body strong so that my message can come through and yes. I can grow you have to be committed but that is the internal part and I think that's the part that we don't focus on but that's the part that counts then that's, the body. that's it that's it the we Bible look, says go that's ahead it. We look on the, we're looking at the outside and we don't we don't realize that the healing, the commitment starts on the inside. Yes, if the, the inside is healing. not healed, if that healing is not there, then it's going to be hard for you to commit to moving forward. Because you're not healing. You, you're thinking that you have to heal from the outside because, oh, it's fixed. That's not where it begins. It begins in the inside. Committing yourself to saying, okay, I'm go- that wound of my heart is healed and now I can commit myself to moving forward and that's where it begins the commitment that we say to ourselves I am worth it I, I am. am speak to yourself I, I yes. am worth it you have to tell yourself that over and over and a lot of times I say that to myself and I I have a declaration that I read every morning and that's the, one of the things in my declaration I am I am worthy of getting up today. I am worth it. I am. Now I now that I'm aware, I'm awake and I've made that commitment in my heart. Now I can make the commitment. What am I gonna do next? But that next thing is I'm going I'm going to ask God. I'm gonna to talk to him. I'm gonna have that conversation with him. I'm gonna commune with him because my commitment to him is in the inside. I don't see him. I don't see physically him, but down here I know, in my heart I know that I have that commitment with him. Commitment is, well, I'm gonna change, healing and commitment. Healing, allowing yourself time to heal and commit commit to each process um, on your journey to your blessing. Commit to yourself. You know, there's so much as women, you know, we are nurturers. We're just naturally into that. We're just, I don't know. We just, are you okay? That's just always us, but we know. <laughs> we'll yeah, I help you. Yeah, I know. Can we help you? You know, so when you're, when sometimes your, your commitment is, to, when it comes to yourself, is to getting out of a bad situation. 
by first, maybe you don't have to just jump and get out of a situation. I'm an extremist. It's, it's, it's just me. I'm either hot or cold. So what I said, I'm either hot or cold is it's either I'm in it or I'm out of it. <laughs> you know, there is no in between. I tried it. It doesn't work. I feel like my face was just being disfigured. I am not an in-between person. But if you do need progress, like if you need baby steps, you know, maybe you, you're looking for love and you're, you're saying that the person you're with love you, but then when you ask them about what plans they have for you, they're looking at you like, who, who did, where, where are we going? Uh, I don't know. Come out. <laughs> oh, <maybe. laughs> you know, you want to, you want to start now by start connecting with the love that you have for yourself. And it sounds simple, but these simple tokens of affection to yourself will get you day by day to fall in love with yourself. And that is how you know what love is when you can give yourself what you're asking your partner or you're asking your, your friends or you're asking your family to give to you. How can you ask for somebody else but you won't even spend time enough to nurture within yourself? Maybe you, you are, I mean, we, we started off with fear and that is a big, a big, thing when it comes to um individual both male and female that's true fear of looking incompetent fear of you know being alone fear cripples yep. you now every single day lose a hinge of fear do one thing <laughs> that scare you, you that's know? good you that's have good. to do one thing a part of me was um I'm always alone, but always around people. I don't know how to say that. I, 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 yeah. That doesn't make sense. I have a lot of people around me, but I never feel connected to anyone. So what I started to do was I went to the movies by myself. I started eating by myself. I started reading books by myself because yeah. the love that I was looking for, I could not find in the community that I was around or I was within. And for me to define love and then ask you to, to give it to me, I have to first understood what I was asking you for. And sometimes, we, we're asking for a level of commitment that we can't even explain. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So in the healing okay. and committing process, I want you to really, really take it daily. Do something every single day that gets you closer. So take the time to write down where you are, where you want to go, and in between, if it takes 50 steps, I should say, how many steps to get to your blessing? Everybody else is like, how many, how many, how many legs to get to the, the toots roll? <laughs> you know, every, everyone has different um, level of patience. Everyone has different level of faith. Everyone is good day by day, but never, never stop moving like victoria said in the beginning you know never stop moving focus on your end result focus become a soldier <laughs> all right your mission because <laughs> your cause <laughs> that's, it. that's it and keep it keep it moving healing and then as i say healing i've also come into the presence of people that are fully healed and still recovering now that's a whole that's a deep one that is <laughs> so deep there are so many people that have already been healed rescued and blessed and are still knocking at a seal wound it's not a scar probably can't even be seen by nobody but you refuse to let yes. go 
bitter. Yes. Angry. Yes. He spitting back up things that died long time ago, things that you prayed for, God pulled you through, overcome, and he rescued you already. Your SOS went out. The angels of God and the archangels came and rescued you, and you were still there saying, God, why? Why? Come on. And it's it's almost like we have put a Band-Aid over it, even though it's healed up. You know, I can remember being a child, and and I was always getting scrapes, but anywho. But (laughs) getting scraped, and I I, I didn't like to look at it. I didn't like to look at the sore. And so I would put a Band-Aid. And my mom would say, take the Band-Aid off. It's healed. Too many of us are keeping Band-Aids over what's being healed Mm -hmm. so that we it's almost like you don't want to re-injure it but Mm -hmm. at the same token you're not letting it heal you pull the band-aid off it's all covered up now it's all good yeah but some of us keep the band-aid on for security why no pull it off pull it off that's a pull it off take your (laughs) band-aids off take your band-aids off let's move on Get a new scrape somewhere else, but yeah. take this Band-Aid off. You might not even, I think, when you take, I think taking off the Band-Aid is acknowledge that you've learned a lesson. That's it. So you might not even get another scrape. Have you ever got, I haven't gotten this, well, I've gotten burned twice at the same place, but <laughs> that's from the iron. <laughs> but I've never gotten the same injury at the same place. That's it. That's it. You might not get hurt again because you acknowledge that, you know what? I learned. And in some, some cuts, some scrapes don't leave any scars. That's right. A memory, but no scars. But maybe they're looking at the memory and looking at it and like, oh, I felt the pain, but you didn't, you, it doesn't have a scar. Allow it's- yourself to heal and claim victory in your healing. Mm, that's it claim the victory claim the victory in your healing and 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 just label the lesson don't talk to that fool no more (laughs) (laughs) don't go to that street no more (laughs) we're gonna talk about anything that looked like him i say i run anything you say two words that he would say like it and i done (laughs) (laughs) that is it Well, that's true though, but that's, that's what we miss. We, we grab, sometimes we gravitate to the same thing that we know is going to hurt us. Mm -hmm. But why? Well, you know, it hurt. Number one, you're still wearing, um, the bandaid. Yep. You're still wearing the bandaid and the bandaid prevents you from acknowledging a lesson. It also prevents you from being accountable for your yes. actions. It didn't, you didn't take enough time to heal. The band-aid, if your wounds has healed, healed over time, but the mental effect of healing, you were unable to because you were running. Yep, that's it. <laughs> that, that was me. Because you were running. Yeah. You know. Stop and you, then you, when you actually stop and say, okay, I can't run anymore. There's no, there's nowhere else to go. What am I going to do? I'm going to take the bandaid off and I'm going to live. Yes. Let's live together. Yeah. 
and I think that is the blessing, realizing, I don't, you know, we're not, I said this to myself, um, because wealth isn't, has never been um, the forefront. I felt like it was always a blessing that God would give to me for what I have done, right? <laughs> but I said to myself um, over when I was very young that we're not going to all be born to be kings. Some people are going to be AKA peasants. But then God said to me that in heaven, the less is great. That's it. And the great is less. So I was like, keep me down here, Lord. <laughs> I feel your lesson. I want to be big forever. <laughs> I don't want to be big here for a moment and then lose you. So. <laughs> But that's true. That's true. Yeah. I would rather I would rather have gone, and that's the other thing. I would rather have gone through the struggle to know that I worked for the blessing, mm. because it did make me stronger. It did force to make. It did force us to be committed to getting that promise. So would I struggle? doesn't feel good but now I understand that there is a process to the struggle and there is a purpose is to make me stronger it's to make me make the right decisions key key to make a, a process and a purpose to your struggle that's it. That's a it. process and a purpose to your struggle now yep. not every struggle came from God that's right. But God can get you through all struggles. He can yes. make what the enemy has set as a trap for you and work out in your good. Don't you know that sometimes falling down to rock bottom help you build a better, a better empire? Do you know how many times one of the greatest successful people in this world has fallen before they found their pinpoint? That's it. That's it. So true. Don't be afraid to cry and go through your struggles. I know within the struggles, you can't, it's like in struggle, it feels like a, flog, a foggy day, right? It's just every day, every night, you don't know where you're going, but rely on faith. Praise God. And it's not just like, I'm not, I don't want to be like one of those people that are like, pray, pray, pray. No, but believe. That's, that's the key. Believe. Believe. Believe that he heard you. Believe that he'll rescue you. Believe that it'll work for your good. Understand. Understand that maybe it was a, a, a prior action, a prior thought, a prior decision that led you on this path, okay? Now, when you, God doesn't touch your free will. When you have made a decision that led you to a consequence, yeah, pray and he'll take you out. But remember, be accountable. You gotta be accountable. You still gotta, you gotta answer the part. You got you got to pay what is it? You got to pay the piper. <laughs> you got. I think we. I think you, as adults, you created it. Yeah, we forget that though when we're going through in it. We like we like God help me, but then He was helping you, telling you not to do that before you did it. That's it. He was. Well, again, there's a purpose for that that, that struggle because you got to learn obedience. I told you not to do that, but you did it anyway. I mean, so think about it. 
when you're raising your kids, I mean, I know me. <laughs> I know me. <laughs> I explained to you that if you touch it, you're gonna get spanked. I gave you two try. The third try, you're gonna get spanked. I talked to you too much. You knew what I was saying, and you did it. I'm speaking to myself right now. Actually, I feel like I'm speaking. Like, I feel like God just spoke to me through me. There you go. And sometimes that's what He does. Because, uh, you know, sometimes I, I like correction, especially from God, because that means He loves me. That means He's taking time out to teach me something that I need for another struggle that's coming up, or maybe it is to avoid a struggle, struggle. that's coming up. We have to remember that though the society has disrupted and stripped down our trust, we have to have faith in God. And sometimes God put kind-hearted individuals in our lives to help us. And they're the ones that we feel to stand up against. We mm -hmm. hold tight to wrong. That's and it. Fight against good. There's so many hands that stretch out to us solely to help us. And they're the hands that we slap away and turn our backs to. Mm. While we are praying, God help me. Mm -hmm. Then it goes back to what I said. Sometimes in our situation, we cry, Lord, help me. And you're expecting him to open heaven and touch you. But then he says, no, I have too many disciples in earth on earth to come to you and i send these disciples to hear you so you can hear me to show you you can call and they can answer you i speak to them to you through them and they know that i am speaking and speak on my authority and still yes you choose your own that's way. it that's it i think we covered so much um when it comes to the entire process of healing, of overcoming, and victory. I think we we shared a lot. <laughs> I got to know you a little better. <laughs> oh yes, girl. <laughs> and I, I, my takeaway from this from this session in the secret place is to trust God in the fog when I can't see. Though I have gone through so much in my life and I've experienced so much, the trials that I face today is different and it touches me differently. It's as if I didn't gone through nothing. You know, That's... each struggle is different. Yes. And it don't think that, oh, I can do it. Yes, I have gone through a lot, but I've never gone through this. Exactly. It's, you know, it's different. So exactly. I'm going to ask for different help. I'm going to talk to different people. I'm going to do something different because this is different. If I used to speak to get through the struggle in this one, I need to be quiet. I find myself sometimes yeah. just want to be quiet, just not want to yeah. speak because I want to listen. I want to yes. listen more to this, you know? So whatever you're going through today, not because you have gone through and became victorious, remember that this one is different. This one is different. This, you still need help. Right. 
You still and, we, encouragement. and we still have to go through the processes for each struggle. Yeah. And that's what I'm taking from this. We have to go through the process for each struggle. But each struggle is going to make us stronger for the next. Okay. Yes, each struggle is going to make us stronger for the next um the next journey. My goal is to not have struggles. Yeah. Can, I dream, can I dream of that? Can uh, I, is that too big? <laughs> I don't know. You my my, my goal and listen, what I'm saying is not that I won't face hardship because even when Jesus was um is a part of the Bible that I never again the more I read the Bible the more I like I miss this where in, when Jesus was tempted he said the devil left him for a while yes so even when he was doing all these miracles they, they didn't record it but he was still being tested his entire path right so I'm right. not gonna say that I'm the enemy is not gonna try you know I ain't that big but I will say that I want to be that vessel that does not get trampled on I want to get to that place where my, my emotion is so connected to God that even when the enemy come at me, I can be low in spirit and still receive a blessing. There, there you go. You know, like, I don't want That's to it. get disrupted. That's it. That's it. We have to get to that point. We have oh to get to that point. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we are cheering for you, our listener. Please be encouraged. Continue to listen to the secret place where you come to get the source, the feel good, <laughs> deliverance, prophecy, and blessing. I love the secret place. Again, it's where I always find myself when I am at my lowest. It's never in company. It was always by myself. So I am super happy. Thank you so much. <laughs> Victoria for joining me. You, I told you, I said, I just love your energy. And I was feeling low. I need you on here to bring it up. And I got it. <laughs> I am Thank honored. Thank you so, honored. so much. Oh, Victoria, do you want to say something before you go? I just, I, I just love the, the, owl, the whole concept of the secret place. Because yeah. everybody needs a secret place. Yeah. But everybody needs a safe, secret place. Yeah. And being with you tonight shows me there is a safe, secret place. Oh. So I'm honored. I'm honored to be. <laughs> giving me chills, man. You're giving me. Look at me. I have so much cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> but it's you know we just like you said we just need to remember that there is there's a reason. There there's is a, a purpose. Yes. And yes. a process, and I'm quoting yes. Victoria. There is a purpose and a process to yes. overcome and be victorious. <laughs> yes, it sure is. And we're not gonna forget it because no. there is a reason. There is a reason. Stay tuned, guys. Please remember to subscribe to the secret place. If you are um our home base is on Anchor, so that's a way for you to download the app so you can you can actually call in and ask questions. You can comment, you can applaud for where you love the most. If you're following us on all our other broadcasts and radio stations, please feel free to subscribe to our to our channel so you can get our update. We have new update every every week. 
every <laughs> every week. <laughs> Be blessed, keep joy, and keep it moving.